We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners Podcast. It's Agro and Barracuda as per usual. And this week, we are joined by the one, the only, Inbound. It's Bobby's like tenth time on the podcast as we've covered uh, the last time he was on. Um, your, of course, your audios are not working because it's um, me um, doing it. Nope, still nothing. You know, I I wish that I could. I should start recording me um, testing this before I go live, mm-hmm. and then when it doesn't work, not changing any settings. Uh, that's uh, that's where we go. Um, yeah, it's Bobby's second time on the podcast uh somehow it somewhere. feels like a lot more well we've been over this last time he was on too um yep this is second time crazy <laughs> we've done the same thing twice yeah yep do you not remember this whole discussion last time it was like a whole like bit yeah know? we like swore up and down that he had been on before and right, then he was like he nope had. i haven't and then it was like a yeah. Berenst- it's a berenstein berenstein bears type of situation i believe uh-huh there's another bobby out there it's whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, he's let's, done it once. Let's get one thing straight: there is Robbie's only, out there somewhere. <laughs> there's only one Bobby. Bobby, do you have a drunk alter ego? Is that like something that could have happened? Like maybe they were on. Well, I mean, no. I would, I would say I don't. <laughs> really? It's just me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Still, it's still just Bobby. I've got a friend uh, named Tyler, and when he got when he would get really drunk, uh, he would become Todd. That was his like alter ego. Was Todd. And Todd was a true troublemaker. Um, yeah, I'm talking jumping off of roofs, uh, going into the kitchen at bars. Um, Todd was difficult to take places, for sure. Uh, Tyler, really nice guy. <laughs> real, real chill dude. Todd, he's a, he's a different beast altogether. Alcohol I mean, just does that to people sometimes, right? Some, sometimes, dude. Some people are uh, are just like... Wired them. differently, literally. Yeah, just build different. Um yeah, so I think before we get into talking about the Path to Worlds kickoff tournament that's coming up later this week, uh, Bear, I'm sure you are geared up and ready to go for that. So ready. Yes. Yeah, we just started scrimming last Friday. Perfect. So that's expect wow. great so, things. That's so much prep. Um, Bobby, you, uh, you're obviously going to be in a little bit of a different role uh, for, for this phase than you were going into the last one. You are uh, joining the casting squad. Um Maybe uh, for those who didn't watch your uh, video on your YouTube channel, which everyone should go check out, by the way, YouTube, if you just YouTube inbound, uh, you'll be able to find all this content there. Um, Can you give us a quick rundown of, um, you know, leaving the Gladiators and then how you ended up on the casting team? Uh, Well, originally it was just going to be Ronnie kicked, but they decided, or I mean, it was partially me too. We all decided it was probably best if two of us, uh, were removed and we went a different way because usually if you make one change, it's not going to change too much. So uh, we wanted to do two, uh, and it was down to me and some other person. And yeah, they went with him. I got dropped. Uh, no hard feelings. They did it well. They they communicated to me. Sucks, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, they did it correctly. And then what was the second part? Question? Uh, how you ended up on the casting team? Oh. Uh, Hindu said, "Yo, you want to cast?" And I said, <laughs> "No, no, no, I'm down. Yeah, no, no. It's you have it backwards." He says, "Oi, uh, it's oh, oi. yeah, yeah, oi, yeah." Uh, you do you want to cast? And then I said, "Yeah, I'm down." <laughs> it was actually pretty simple. 
So it wasn't. He just wanted to know if I wanted to cast because last, like last year too, it was kind of like something potentially that happened between me and then casting uh, mm -hmm. after I got dropped from the scarabs. But didn't work out. This time it works out for. I mean, at least the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I can remember th there there were always conversations on the casting team of like, you know, what is our team going to look like next going in the next year and that kind of stuff. And we would often talk about, you know, oh, maybe this pl like this player seems like they might be thinking about uh, retiring. Maybe they would be good uh, for the casting team or like maybe this player won't find a roster they're happy enough with and um who are the people that we are interested in potentially uh, picking up if they become available? Um, and I, I, you just kept getting on teams that kept qualifying, Bobby. I was like, dude, oh, one of these days, you know, I'm, I'm pumped for my boy, but like, I wanted, I wanted you to come on the team while I was still there um, because, dude, j let me warn you, Mifflin is gonna steer you in some directions, okay? And, he started um, already. Yeah, he's got control of the car, and I don't know where exactly where we're going. Make sure the seatbelt's on. You know that would right, be make, uh, to continue sure. the analogy. Uh, I'm assuming there's no seatbelt in his car. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. No. Uh, obviously, like Mifflin is, uh, and the whole team is, they're doing really, really well. Um, I think that they've continued to to grow really nicely. But um, I think that you uh, are a very natural fit. Um, for the casting team and i think that when i when i stopped playing to start casting um i really felt like i expected to miss that competitive aspect a little bit more than i ended up missing it because i felt like it was competitive um when i started casting like the that drive of taking on a new challenge and learning a bunch of new skills and seeing you know the I'm one of those people, and, I'm, and I know that you two are as well, because I think all competitive players have to be kind of built this way, but, like, that feeling of improving and seeing noticeable improvement is, like, an addicting feeling for me um, mm -hmm. that really drives me in, like, all the things I try and do during my free time as well as, you know, at work and all that kind of stuff. Um, and casting is a really good medium to channel uh, that type of energy, so... Um, yeah, that was just a really long-winded way. And you're going to learn that skill as well as a caster. You just got to, you'll just start talking and you'll realize I haven't said anything of, of <laughs> worth for many minutes. Um, I do that right now. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's... <laughs> in, uh, in comms, I just say a bunch of useless stuff and then I'm like, oh yeah, point is we should go fire soon. <laughs> and they're like, wait, uh, fire's not even up yet, Bobby. And yeah, like, oh, well. or it's already dead. Like, but yeah, I took too long, talked too long. Stop him when he's wrong. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you'll be doing great. That's basically um, the long and the short. Thank end. you. So I'm excited to I'm excited to to hear your cast and then immediately make a Reddit Smurf account and complain about it. Oh, are you is, casting? Uh, as is the way. Just, are you casting or just doing desk? Uh, I'm starting on desk. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't given like an exact time until I was going to start casting, but he said, uh, Hindu just said, until like he feels I'm comfortable enough on desk, uh, mm -hmm. then I'll rotate to casting. Mm -hmm. Are they doing you like on some test runs or something? Uh, I don't even know. All I know right now is I'm just doing desk for a little bit, and then mm -hmm. I'll probably do some sort of, I assume at least some sort of, uh, like, practice run, either SEC maybe or something along that lines, and then maybe jump into true casting. Yeah, I feel like casting worlds would be terrifying. Like, it is. Like, it would be. It is, I for sure. I feel like playing at worlds is probably less scary than casting at worlds. Hmm... It's probably play, pretty even. It's playing it's a world is even. like it's nervous until you start playing. Maybe that's how casting. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly probably. how casting is. Yeah, it's oh, nervous okay. until you start. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, that I'll tell you what, that first year, because I started basically exactly when you're starting, Bobby, in season three. Imagine Worlds comes around and like two nights before, Hindu goes, Yeah, you're gonna be on finals with me oh. and so you know, because it was Adonis at the time. So uh, as the team lead, so Adonis told me at the like in the middle of that event, yeah, you're gonna be on finals with me and Hindu on Sunday, and I was like, what? Like those next two nights, I'd go crazy. I did. I barely <laughs> slept. I barely slept Saturday night. I was so I've never been so nervous for something in my entire life. Um, 
But then once it started, it wasn't so bad, you know? Wait, mm-hmm. you started casting in season three? Mm-hmm. Season three. Oof. Yep. Season two, we lost in open bracket to Envy. Um, only because we choked away a one-game lead against uh, Shing's team. Um, I think that was Paul's team as well. Yeah, it was Paul's team. It was Paul and Shing. Um uh at mlg columbus season two we were up one nothing in a best of three and if we would have won that then we would have auto qualified to the semifinals at worlds and we were again it would have and it was against the european seed which at the time as we all know was a literal buy like it was not a literal buy uh the european xbox scene made a lot of strides after that (laughs) season two I do not feel that bad in saying my average ranked game was about as difficult as that game would have been. Uh, it wow. was really bad. It was, it was really, really bad. bad. It was really bad. Um, and they got so much money, and I'm still so salty that Andy salty, and Brochacho, <laughs> they saw Eager playing a Willick Sobek, and they got in their heads that we should play that, even though Chach couldn't hit water if he fell out of a canoe with a Sobek <laughs> pluck at the time. Great teammate. Mechanically, wasn't a strong suit. Um, and then we lost. Uh, yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm still coming to terms with that, but anyways, yeah, (laughs) we didn't. Um, so that happened. And then some more unlucky stuff happened, uh, spring split of season three. And I went and casted the, the summer final or it was like spring summer. Um, I went and casted those finals as a guest caster and then they offered me a job right after that. So I started, a few weeks before Super Regional season three, when the with the group stage lands, uh, Barry, if you remember those, um, yeah, those are good. Those I think were, that was my first land too. Yeah, I think it was my um, first time in SE Hill too. Yeah, you guys, you uh, was it? Yeah, what? No, were you first seed that land? No, no most we were, wanted was first seed, weren't they? We were pretty bad. We were like fourth seed or something like that oh no fall yeah the fall land the fall land right the summer land that we missed it was most i wasn't in that one was top seed i think eager was second seed and it was just i think it was only 14 land two teams from europe came oh that was valencia right no valencia was season four um oh yeah we we it was a it was when it was only the two game sets uh it wasn't best of threes and we had 2 0 Eager to start that phase, and I thought we were vibing. And then I went on vacation. The bye week got moved. I missed some games. They lost to a terrible X Lou X, Juni Para, Noble Lou. team. Oh, um, no. Lou. Yeah, that team. Uh, how did we. Uh, I told. Uh, Chavo was complaining to me afterwards, or Elion, excuse me. Uh, like, dude, our sub, old Eager Sam Bam for the Xbox heads. For the four people who remember Xbox Smite, they're going to be loving this part of this episode, I swear. Um, and he was like, bro, Sam Bam was sucking. And I was like, bro, you could have beaten them with Anubis bot in mid. I don't like, don't give me that. Uh, and you know, that's, that was the whole thing. And then Keeg slept through the games against winless kingdom. Um, and I remember that. Then we had a two O eager who was the best team besides us to end the phase. Uh, or we didn't make land and we lost game one because, uh, they had OP Fafnir and, um, our strat of, just picking Ares into the Fafnir that um, Brochacho... Man, I'm just slandering him this whole episode. <laughs> you um, really are. <laughs> well, you know, it was... What could he do on the Ares then? Couldn't hit water if he well, fell out of a boat on no, Kobeck? I mean, in his, in his... He was a great Ares player on PC, as we all remember. And he was like, bro, he stands still when he transforms and when he detransforms. So I'll definitely hit those chains. Um, and he did. Um, but... Uh-huh. They just didn't fight us the whole game. They had Fafnir, Soul ADC, and I think, or maybe it was Soul Mid, and then like Cupid or something like that, ADC, and they just went to every objective and killed it before we were there. Uh, they killed a Fire Giant in less than five seconds. Like, legitimately. Le- release Fafnir was OP. something. Um, so yeah, we never got a, I, I finished that game 0-0-0, zero, 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 as Giannis. Oh, that's terrible. Can you believe we lost a draft where our mid 3v3 was Giannis Ares Alquang, the worst mid 3v3 of all time? <laughs> like, just, How could you guys not force plays with that? Just absolutely terrible CC? mid 3v3. Yeah. hard CCE to fight. So yeah. much it was soul, and we were into, we were into <laughs> Fafnir, Soul mid, and uh, Myth played Bastet jungle. So like we literally couldn't fight them if we wanted to. 
Um, Wait, you lost to Mifflin? Yeah. Yeah, you don't oh, remember no. this? Ask Mif who made uh, Agro retire. Uh, I would say the, uh... my team's extremely <laughs> soft mental uh, is probably what made me retire um, more so than wow. anything else. Listen, and Miff's Bassett, right? No, Miff knows that if we if we wouldn't have if I wouldn't have gone to cast that year, we would have won worlds. Um, I'm I'm very sure. I'm very sure. Don't give me that look, Bobby. You were you were getting o fifteen in scrims. You were you you were getting you were my little you were my little kid before I had a kid. That's what I played season. solo, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if we scrimmed you, to be honest. We Probably were. not. I was <laughs> terrible in season two or season three. <laughs> Beginning part of it. Probably not. I don't remember either. No. Okay. We would have. We would have because we were going to kick keys and we were going to pick up Paul and we would have been unstoppable. How how do we ever lose with Paul ADC? You know. Yeah. Just yep. Yeah. Maybe that midliner. That's your first casting lesson, Bobby. Sometimes when your chair one is just going off on some tangent, you can you just have to go yep. And then go to something else, you know? Yeah, so there's tournament this weekend. Uh... <laughs> yes, this is good. Yes, let's talk <laughs> about this tournament this weekend, Bobby. It's the Path to Worlds kickoff. Um, it's very similar to the Path to Masters kickoff uh, that we had in the beginning part of the season. All of the divisions of Order and Chaos are gone. And now we will do another tournament to determine who is, again, picking these divisions um i guess before we talk about that necessarily i I wanted to get both of your perspectives barry let's start with you on how how much the division seedings and being in the division with different like these teams versus the other teams like how much did that matter from your perspective as a player uh honestly i felt more of like a camaraderie with the people on my division and Seeing that our division was performing better than their division for some reason was like a was like an ego boost for some reason. I don't know why. I, I genuinely <laughs> this guy's don't know ego why. Ego is so but I, crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't really mind who's in our division like upcoming because, in my opinion, you just need to be the best team like regardless. And I've kind of always had that mindset. Um, so I don't. It was not like a team that I would really hope would be in the other side of the bracket. Um, because if they're in your bracket, then I assume you play them more often. So if they're a better team, you get more practice against them on like on important land games. And since everything is going to a best of five, yeah, for me, for me personally, it doesn't really matter. Um, like it, I mean, it's it's cool, but I just hope that my division does better than their division, basically. Okay, it, it's an ego, it's an ego thing. Classic. It's, it's like a camaraderie thing. Like, you yeah, know, you I want us like to be like better than them. Um, yeah, <laughs> Bobby, how much did you? Uh, how much do you think that the division um, setup like w- was it noticeable to you? I think it was hard to determine exactly, just because it's hard to make phase one matter as much as a phase two does. Just kind of in general, it's sure. mm-hmm. you're not playing for as much, so it doesn't like your phase one is just to kind of ramp up. You know, just start getting scrims under your belt, start you know getting strategies down that you like or uh, how you want to play the game, how you want to play the map, stuff like that. Um, so it, ma- it makes it harder to gauge kind of how much it meant. I think it'll mean a, a good amount more for this one, but, I mean, Bear's right that either you get to scrim the better teams more often or you'll place better in your division because you're going to be playing against, like, the worst teams. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of a win-win either way. I think, because you're, you're going to be playing every team, I think, once no matter what. I think there is a slight preference to getting a worse bracket just so you have you know, as many games as possible that you should be able to win mm-hmm. uh, to be able to finish just higher and be able to go into the playoffs in a good spot and then be able to go into, you know, worlds in a good spot. So, mm-hmm. wait, I just realized I should ask a clarification question. Did you guys scrim more against your non-division teams or against your division teams? Because I would have assumed that you would scrim more against teams that aren't in your division because you play them less than the teams you play in your division. Uh, kind of, but it's kind of just based off of who you're playing that upcoming week, so... Right, recently, or soon. And, yeah, and then <laughs> I think we scrimmed Glads, like, two times, I think, in Spring Split. Don't blame you. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we scrimmed about two times in that Spring Split, too. <laughs> wow, you were 100% of the Glads scrims, it sounds like. <laughs> and, 
I don't know if we scrimmed kings. I think we scrimmed kings a decent amount and warriors a decent amount. I don't think we scrimmed leviathans. I think we scrimmed leviathans like one or two times and we just stopped because they were either just inting or they were late, I think. Um, I think we scrimmed dragons a fair bit. Yeah, I think we scrimmed kind of everyone a fair bit. Okay. Except for like Levi's and uh, Glad's. Fair enough. Yeah. So I guess I guess we scrimmed our division more from the sounds of it. Does sound that way, Bobby. I I think we scrimmed the other division slightly more just because of how it works out. I don't think mm. we look towards scrimming them more, but it's if your weekend is we're playing, you know, ferrymen dragons, so you're not scrimming them. You're going to try to scrim the other five teams. Right. But I mean, you play like the say they were in your group. You're going to play them more often, so you're not going to be able to scrim against them more. I think it worked out that way. I don't exactly know, but it, I mean. Just like running the numbers quick, I think it makes sense that we scrim the other division a little bit more. Yeah, I think that I think that checks out. Um, and speaking of uh, and speaking of running the numbers, I ran the numbers on getting lunch recently, and it's too expensive and difficult, you know. And then I mm-hmm. ran the numbers on this wonderful little product called Factor Meals, and uh, all I saw were like my eye, like like SpongeBob's eyes turning into like big dollar signs. It was like that, but it was like not that it was expensive. It was that I'm saving the big dollar sign mm-hmm. eyes of money. You know what I mean? It's your wallet. Right. It's my wallet going cha-ching, and it actually made that noise, <laughs> and it scared me, and I got a new wallet because my wallet's not supposed to make noise. With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door you'll save time eat well and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle uh they've got a bunch of really really good options things like calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving Uh, if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best for the rest of the summer you can try protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving plus And this is where it gets good. You get to round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillets. Yeah, that sounds real good. Uh, All you got to do is head on over to factormeals.com slash backliners50 and use code backliners50 to get 50% off. That's code backliners50. At factormeals.com slash backliners fifty five zero to get fifty five zero percent off. Uh big shout out to Factor for sponsoring this week's episode. Um okay, let's talk about the actual uh bracket as we have it. Starting on Thursday, boy, those games are coming up quick, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh Sticks Ferrymen and Go to Gladiators and then Oni Warriors and the Camelot Kings. Uh Ferryman ver- oh wait i remember barry we did like we like i wrote Bella. down our predictions for this last one and then we compared them at the end and we were desperately wrong should i try that again is that gonna be too yeah, hard i think i think hounds ruined me last time i think you were off on day one certainly not and then, and then i think i was slightly correct i'm trying to find where in my but notebook I... I put these but i'm not finding it okay i'm just gonna put this at the end let's do it again shall we and we'll get Bobby's down in here too, because now that he's a caster, um, he's just a content machine. Not that he hasn't been a content machine, but it's kicking it up to a content. new gear. All right, so mm-hmm. sticks versus glads. Who do we got here, gentlemen? Let's get let's glads. get our votes in. You've got glads. Right. No. Uh, okay, I was gonna say. I, I thought you write were it down. Just... He said glads. Yep. Barra <laughs> says glads. Yep. That's uh, that's one vote for them. Um, yeah. I. I Look, Gladiators, two new players, your entire front line's changing out. I think changing out a whole front line is very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. And will probably make their back line look pretty rough during this tournament, is my guess. Uh, but maybe well, not. Sue's going to be KDA saving for sure. Well, I mean, is it a day that ends in <laughs> <For> Y? <sure. laughs> Are they playing? Wait, uh, Thursday. Yeah, D-A-Y. Yeah, uh-huh. it'll be KDA saving. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's usually the metrics that we use to determine that. Um, the Ferryman, I think, started looking really good. Gladiator's coming in on some changes. I would be shocked if this wasn't a 2-0 for the Ferryman. Any, uh, any mm-hmm. disagreeers here? Wait, nope. are these best of fives? These are best of fives? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That makes these predictions even harder, especially if I drop my pen. Um, Okay, anyone saying anything but 3-0 Ferryman here? 
I, I think there's a chance the Glides take one, but I mean, I'd say 3-0. Yeah, I'm on Bobby's page. 100%. Slight chance, maybe Glads. Yeah. Like, you know, steal a fire giant, you know, you get that lucky wipe, and then you win the game off of it. Outside of that, 3-0. Okay. Um, 3-0 sticks. We all, we all have that there. Uh, here's a funny story, Bobby, as I wrote down your name in here, because I'm doing this by hand, because I'm old. Um, Did you spell it wrong? No, I spelled it right. It's B-O-B nice. capital E. Is how I is how yeah, I yeah no, that's fine. For yeah, the first good. like six months that I that I was like people were like, I was talking to people and they would mention you. They would all spell it that way. They would all spell it Bob capital E, and I was at one point I was like, "There's no way that's how he spells his name." No, right? I, uh, I don't even know how it became a thing. <laughs> I don't know either. I, but I'm kind of a fan. I had, I had it as my Twitter name for literally season three for a few months, and for some reason people just still type Bob E. Well. And, and write it, uh, apparently. And write it. Like I have done here. Okay, Oni versus Kings. Uh, Bobby, who you got here? Uh, I think this will actually be a pretty good game. I can see this going all five. I think... I personally think the Kings have to switch up less than the Warriors do, but I think the Warriors are coming in at just a, you know, like, higher high with just how well they did last phase. I think they're... Well, they couldn't have done that well. Least... They made a roster change. Uh, I, obviously not well enough, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah, they lost uh, too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I just think... I, I think Quig plays a good amount like Genetics, and I think Genetics plays absolutely nothing like Jake, and I think there might be some bumpy water with the with the Warriors. I do think that they're just all really good mechanical players, and I think that they will win this, but I think this series could be really close, like 3-2 Warriors. 3-2 Warriors. Okay. Interesting. Can you imagine the tweets that the Kings players are going to have ready uh, if they win this set, though? Like, can we talk about the content that's going to come out of them? If, if, we surely, they, the script. you know there is no world in which Variety, at the very least, doesn't have a tweet ready. Like, Harry's going to I think, it's Twig. Have I I think, think Twig, Twig will write something. Twig will almost certainly write something as well, for sure. You know Biggie's going to have a banger. Uh, yep. Does anyone have a higher hit rate on, on banger tweets nope. than Biggie? <laughs> I know exactly not. where you're going. Like Biggie 90 plus genius. percent of his tweets are just absolute heat. Uh, absolute Twitter genius. All right, uh, Barrow, who you got in this one? I'm going 3-2 Kings. Ooh, okay. I, I agree with Bobby, but a little bit more than I think Kings have just less to change than Warriors do off of the change. So I think slotting in Quig will just be a much easier fix. And I don't think the meta has changed that much from the previous season uh, mm. or previous whatever. Um, so I think Quig can still kind of play like the PLS gods. And I I do, again, I agree with Bobby. I think that going from Jake to Genetics, obviously Genetics is a crazy, crazy good player. But I think that they might have like a little bit of, uh, I guess, uh rough time in the in the early beginning of the transition sure uh yeah i've got three one kings um and here's and i'm gonna tell you why because that's what you're listening for um one player on the warriors is thinking we cannot lose to this team uh in its genetics uh the kings have four players on that roster who are like we cannot lose to this team um and it's everyone not named quick uh I do think that the Warriors will feel the... Yeah, it's a different feeling of not wanting to lose. Right. And it's like they feel the the commonality of the scene. You are either a Warriors fan or you don't want to see them win, I think is like pretty fair to say, um, for the average SPL fan. And I think that that is like bolstering... uh, up and it's there's a really troll way to put this it is really bolstering until it like collapses you you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it can really you know the us against them you hear it all the time in traditional sports like us against the world all that kind of stuff but it can end up being too much pressure and too much like too many eyes on you and all that kind of stuff i don't think that it's going to be that for the warriors and i do think that there's a chance that they come out and just like play like unbelievably well and just 3-0 stomp them um but it i think it's more likely yeah, yeah i think it's more likely that the kings come out hot and wanting it um and i think that there's a good chance the kings look better in this set than they do the rest of the weekend um i can see that 
just a little the Kings, the Kings players want to win versus genetics not wanting to lose. And I mm. feel like that as a player is a completely different mindset coming in. Sure. Yeah. Also, I, I think I think Quig wants to win really badly too because sure. it's it's not like, well, I mean, kind of, you know, if you talk to a Kings player, they didn't want to play with genetics really either. So like there's partially like that. But I mean, this is like, the guy that Quig replaced. So he's like stepping into these shoes and he's playing mm-hmm. against that guy and he's lining up against that guy. Yep. You know, if he, if something happens where he gets like first blooded in that lane, like there's a lot of pressure on him. Like, oh, am oh, I yeah. not living up to the genetics name that was on this team? And I, I don't think Quig is a player that really get, lets pressure get to him too much, especially because, yeah. I mean, realistically, the this kickoff tournament's not going to have as much pressure as like a playoffs or a Worlds or anything. So I don't think it's like that big. But I mean, you could kind of get in your head a little bit if you if you get first blooded or fall behind early or something like that. I mean, for sure. I think no team has ever been under as, as much regular season pressure as the Warriors are in this phase. Um, in order to quote unquote justify this change after an a, a undefeated regular season and losing one five game set uh, in a phase, I think that and and the you know, weekend level of hate that they're going to get. Like that's, we were talking about it during the change. Like no, I don't think any team will generate as strong of feelings against them as we've seen since Kurt, like kicked Incon. Like that was literally the last yep. time I think they'll, mm-hmm. fans will be at that, that like uh, whipped up about it. And I think that's really good for the league for the record. And I, and I was going to ask you this real quick, Bobby, because I know we got to move on or else we're going to go over time. Like I said, we wouldn't, um, <laughs> I said that if I'm genetics, especially, but if I'm any of the warriors, I think you just embrace the villain role. I think you spam taunt on their bodies. I think you laugh spam anyone who makes a mistake. Like if if they kill Quig and Lane and genetics doesn't spam taunt them, I'm going to be like, what are we even doing here, dude? You got to just embrace the heel role. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like the, uh, the layers thing. I think what layers did during that time was, I mean, it got a lot of buzz around the league. Like how many people, like the Reddit posts about layers, like oh this guy is the worst. Like how dare he call <laughs> the other team garbage or they stink or whatever, whatever he said, yep. whatever that was. I think that was really good for the league. And I, I hope it happens both ways where if the Kings fall uh, or if the Kings fall behind, the Warriors start spam taunting, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we lose Bobby? And if like Quig ever Uh-oh, kills genetics or he ever sees genetics die. Uh oh! You might want to restart your cam, Bobby. You're frozen, and it, it isn't. You, it, it's a, it's a flattering still. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, but you might want to try and restart <laughs> the camera. You know, just, just in case. He also might have like fully lagged out now. I'm not really sure. Unlucky. <laughs> but for what it's worth, he was spitting before he left. So that's all there is to it. Okay, let's. Uh, we can just keep it rolling then, and we'll we'll get Bobby back whenever he comes on. My His PC, PC crash. GG. Okay, wait. Do I have a? I think I have a, like a. Yeah, there we go. I can at least block it out so you aren't like awkwardly sitting there like that. Oh, he's joining back. Okay, we'll get we'll get you back in. Okay, cool. Barra, Hounds Levi's. Hello. Who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Hounds. Okay, that was very convincing. And the set score. Three two. Three two Hounds. You're a Neil Ma believer? Is that what I'm hearing? No. What? I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Neil, bro. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, you're a Panda Cat hater then. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also a Coast hater because that guy has just gone off the deep end lately. He, he, oh, really? He was a good, like, obedient son. And then <laughs> lately, I don't know what's gotten into the little guy. He's just yelling at me. He's yapping up on cooldown. Like... Yeah, here's what something, happened, Vera. Something's um, got into him. Oh, hold oh, on. Oh, Bobby's back. I'll take the black bar away from your uh, from. Thank your you screen. for that. Yeah, you're you're welcome. There you I go. I needed that. I needed to give you a little bit of, you know, uh, privacy in that, yeah, in yeah. that moment. Um, I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> here's what happened, Vera. Uh, he started spam taunting you when he won. That's that's the only... Coast has been the exact same dude the entire no, time it's... he's played competitive. That's This is what he's been. No, he's different. He used to respect me, and <laughs> well, lately, I don't know. He's just—he's just—he's he's just different. Yeah, he's messaging me all these like offensive things mm. now, and I just—I just don't know what's got in it. Like we—we we were friends, we were buddies, and 
I don't know. I think he's trying to be like a villain or something. Yeah, Maybe well, he's he just thought going you were a phase. He, no, it was that he uh, he respected you, um, and then oh. he, and then he beat you, and now he no longer respects <laughs> you. I think is what's actually happened. Yeah. He did tweet that it was nice to have a break from Smite, and I just laughed because I'm like, you played two months of Smite. <laughs> <laughs> These kids could have never hacked it hard, day, Barrel. Let me tell you. That's what we tell all the new casters, too. They would have never made it in the Smite Global Series EU PS4 era. You know, like, that was... those. And and I'm not kidding, no one... PlayStation kids. I cannot believe we we made it through those days as casters. I'm not kidding. Uh, They were rough. Um, Okay, Uh, Bobby, your Hounds Leviathan's prediction. Uh, Hounds Levi's. Yeah. Uh, Are you a Neil Ma hater or a Panda Cat hater? You can only... You have to hate one of them. I have to hate one? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's easily Neil. <laughs> I think I'm going to be hating Neil a little bit more than than Panda. I hate them both though at this point. But okay. um, yes, uh, I think the Hounds are going to need uh, a lot more time for them to mesh. I think this this Panda Cat change could either be really good for the Levi's, where they finally have like a, a big lane to play through. Because I think a big problem they had was going into games. It was kind of like let's just play. Let's and then farm. 30 minutes, yeah, yep. yeah, let's just farm. And then when 30 minutes comes around, let's hope we win a team fight. Yep. They were obviously a fine team fighting team, but they weren't like they were last year, or sorry, season eight, yep. where if it made it 30 minutes and you were against the Levi's late game, you were going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it comes down to like Pan- uh, Panatom versus adapting. I think it was just like the metas just changed to the point where what they could do before, they can't really do now. Mm-hmm. And I think now that they have Panda, I think it gives them a player that wants to have the pressure on him in the early game. And either he like embraces it and he does it really well and they can play through him, or it's kind of the same thing where maybe him and Ronnie don't mesh too well, um, so they just have another lane they can't play through and then they're just stuck farming a lot. I think I originally was a little worried about this 2v2, this duo lane, but after seeing a little bit of Panda Cat, a little bit of him in ranked... Um, he still got the hands? Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little little higher on him. I think this Levi's team could be su- surprisingly good this quickly, and I think a lot of it comes down to just I don't think they want to lose a lot either. I think they're kind of tired of getting disrespected because mm-hmm. I think they were you know looked down a little bit uh, at the beginning of the or at the end of this phase or sure. the end of the first phase. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you? So oh, what I didn't you even get my score. Yeah, you got. Th- <laughs> I'm get, it sounds like you got Levi's, but yeah. what's the set score? I'll say Levi's three one, but I actually won't be surprised if it's a three zero. Okay. Yeah, I think you convinced me. I think I'm going Levi's three one. Um, I think Panda is going to likely have some big moments. <laughs> um, in this tournament, I would also not be surprised if he like single handedly lost them. A game due to bad relic usage or something like that. Picking Scotty is always a death sentence. Um, Yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't expect for him to be in full form right away. Um, But I agree that I think the Levi's are pretty remotivated. Um, And Neil was very mean to me when I played golf with him this weekend. So uh, that is not true. We just hate their duel. He was absolutely lovely. I love Neil. um, And he did say he's been owning... But uh, I'm still going Levi's here. Um, okay, Dragons versus Ravens. Uh, I will go first this time. I've been asking you guys to go first a little too much. I'm going... Mm, actually, wait, Barra, should I go? Should I vote for you here or what? Are you owning or just give me oh. like a... Just give me... Make one noise to describe your confidence level going into this tournament. Go. Huh. Okay, 3-1 <laughs> Dragons is my, is, is my prediction based on... Alone on Barracuda's noise. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, we have three oh. days of scrims, man. We are, like, on fire. Yeah, right I could ask Mike how many three days of scrims days. Uh, they've had. But I also could... Wait, it is, is it a good bit for me to call Mike and have him make one noise describing their his confidence level going in? Is he on Discord right <laughs> now? He is. I'm not doing it. Uh, that's too much. <laughs> I can't be asked. Bobby, what's your prediction? Um, I think, well... Before Barra said that they've yeah. only played three times and yeah. eh. Uh, they, they're going I thought, great. I thought this would have been the best game in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think they have, both have a lot to prove. Dragons, I mean, the uh, the Ravens haven't played in... Forever. A while. <laughs> uh, 
and I think that they want to prove that they like that that first part or that that entire phase they weren't frauds and mm. that tournament where they lost one best of five doesn't really mean all too much. Um, what was it best of three? Well, oh, it was a best of three. Yeah, yeah, that one best of three <laughs> that they lost and then they were out. Uh, and then I, I think the dragons. I, I think the dragons. <laughs> I think the dragons are just an inconsistent team. So I think that they're bound to win, win a couple, lose a couple. I, I'll say three, two. Surely Mike's not screaming more than three times, right? Surely. I'll give not. three, two Ravens. Okay. Wow. Three, two Ravens. Rookie mistake from a caster, Bobby, is thinking that your predictions to the face of another player will make them angry or sad. You just gotta. I'm hoping. You just gotta like be like, Barra, it's three one dragons. You know, you just gotta I'm, give it to him straight. Or three zero dragons. Or three zero. Like, I'm hoping right? I give him so much confidence that they lose. But then my predict. Never mind. That doesn't yeah, work. No, I got you, Barra. I'm gonna write in your prediction before Hello. you give it to me. Okay. Okay. You're about to predict three two Ravens. Am I right? Wait, I have to predict my own set? No. It's 3-2 Ravens. That's what I'm giving you. Oh, okay. No, okay. I just wrote it down. That's what I'm going to say okay, you good. predicted. Um, okay, because I told ba- I promised Barra we'd do a short episode, and I can tell Thank we you. will not get there. Now, I just want to get the the two top teams that are deciding the, the um, divisions um, from everybody. Who are your top two uh, at the end of Sunday? That's the, that's the question I'm going to ask. I don't... I don't know how it exactly it plays out with the bracket, all that kind of stuff. You can wait. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Long, you know, whatever. Is it just Thursday on one side of the bracket and Friday on the other? Yeah, I don't think it is. No, no, because it's, it's... winner of match one. So winner of Ferryman Glads <laughs> would play winner of your set, Barra. Yeah. So it does. Mess. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's Fairy Glads, Dragons, Ravens, top side, yep. and then Warriors, well, Kings, Hounds, Levi's, bottom side. I'll go fairies and kings. Fairies and Kings for young Barry. Okay. What uh, What about you here, Bobbert? I agree with Fairies. Uh, I'll go Levi's, though. Okay. Wow. Fairy and Levi's. You didn't, you didn't vote for me. No. Yeah, he's really offended, too. That's eh. the thing. He's gonna, I'm going to get so many DMs from Barry. I can't, eh. We're never having Bobby on again. Can't wait to write my diary tonight. Bobby um, for the fourth time. Okay, I definitely picked the Ferryman last time, and they looked really bad in the kickoff tournament. Um, and they absolutely betrayed me. But Sino was also there when I played golf with Neil. And he didn't say a single thing to me about how they're playing, but he still imbued me with a whole bunch of confidence uh, in how they're going to be playing. That being said, I also think that I just want to change it up to be different from you guys. Um, so I'm going to go Dragons on the top side. And I'm going to go Dragons-Levi's. <laughs> I already voted against you, Bear. I to- you knew that. I'm going Dragons-Levi's. Yeah, but you never know. <laughs> as my top two. Bam. Interesting that none of us have the Warriors, by the way. Uh, yeah, they suck. But they did just make a roster a change. They had a, rough, they had a rough phase one, um, as you can mm-hmm. tell by the roster change they made. Yeah. Um, okay. One day I'm going to stop memeing that. It's not today. Um, and it probably I don't won't think it'll be, be this, this year. I, don't, I was about to say, I don't think it's going to be this year. Um, that's just uh, that's just the way it goes. Okay. Uh, time to head on over to our random question of the week that we uh, get from our Patreon Discord. You can head on over to patreon.com slash backliners if you want to join our community Discord and ask some random questions uh, of the week. Oh, no, I forgot to prompt everyone. I don't know if we have any. Oh, I know, I do. Wait, we didn't have... We have Dreamy Martinis. Pancake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. From Dreamy Martini. Uh, say you could get any size or flavor pancake. Think IHOP level style. Pancake at any time without even needing to cook them. They're just there. And you could sell them. Let's go as far as saying you can make a business out of it and never run out of pancakes. You could get all that splendor or you get 50 grand right this second. 50 G's on the spot or IHOP style pancakes of any size or flavor that you are allowed to create a business out of. I'm taking the pancakes. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Setting up the business. And you have to consider that I, uh, uh, to make this question a little bit more fair, I feel like I would have to be there. Like I couldn't take a day off and have the business work. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because who's getting the unlimited instant pancakes? Yeah, you have to do this. Right. I have to think I want five apple cinnamon factor meals pancakes and i don't have to go to factormeals.com slash backliners 50 because it's a fake question but in reality if you do that then you just go to that link and get it for 50 percent off uh yeah is this one type of pancake only or am i remaking different pancakes or getting to choose every time each time any size or flavor and you don't even need to cook them you just think it oh and they appear pancakes easy Wait, along with, like, syrup or, like... No, you probably need to have, like, butter and syrup on the side. I'm a non-syrup guy on pancakes. Oh, wait, that's dry pancakes. That's grief. No, I want a little bit of syrup, but I don't want, like, what people do where they drench the whole thing. And it's just, like, a sugar mess. I want, like, I want the syrup flavor, but I don't want it, like, bathing. Nope, I want it drenched. You drawn, like, an X on your pancake with syrup, and then that's it? Uh, it's It's, like, a W. It's just, it's not a lot of syrup. But yeah, it's like, why a I'm taking aggro side. This is sugar it up. Not even like it's, a J. Like you couldn't even toss a little, maybe a little S, you know, <laughs> a little salt or flare on there. No, it just needs a little bit or like. Oh, that's right. Salt or sauce is barbecue it. sauce. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a really old throwback. Uh, a or you're like, right there. or you're like dipping it in just a little bit of syrup. Dude, um, can no, I just say. Dipping. Is there anything that goes harder? Like, is there anything that punches above its weight class better than French toast sticks dipped in syrup? Why do we as adults not eat French toast sticks? Just because they're super sugary and terrible for us and probably lead to long-term health complications? Is that enough to get me to not eat French toast sticks? Because not for me. You could find a way to make them healthy, I'm sure. Or like healthy-ish. Bro, if you could find a way. Okay. If I could become God Emperor of the Universe, all right? One of the first things, yeah, if I were Scream, one of the first things that I would do is make it so that bacon was vegan, resource, like, really easy to make, uh, and the healthiest thing in the world for you. I'd be the most popular god emperor of the universe instantly. Imagine if bacon was was the healthiest thing you could eat, and it tasted the exact same as it does now. Wouldn't that be more bacon? Like... I'd eat more bacon then. I would eat bacon. Oh, yeah. I would eat nothing yeah. but bacon. I will say French toast is a little overrated. French toast is not nearly as good as French toast sticks. French toast okay. sticks are stupid. French no, toast French toast sandwiches. What it's are good. you talking about? It's good. They're both fine. It's good. You guys have not had good French toast. I'm sorry. Just like egg egg bread. Yeah. Warmed up. Like some it's powdered like, sugar on it, it helps. Yeah, but I'd man. rather have a waffle or a pancake. And I'd rather yes. have French toast sticks than like it's either not waffle about or pancakes. Rather having it, it's still a good breakfast item. Sure. I mean, good, yeah. I'd call it good. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's great. No. Wow. Like some eggs, eggs, bacon, like a nice piece of jelly toast. Oof. Yeah. Better than French toast, toast. Over French toast? Yeah. I think I would take. Really? I would take yeah. a waffle, a side of extremely well done bacon. Uh, and yes, then, yes, yes. No, yes. you guys. Oh. We've had this debate okay. before, Vera. You are no an absolute griefer. You are in Lobby breaking. Dude, imagine being able to pick up bacon and it flops. Disgusting. Disgusting. Wait, that's what you want, Barry. That's what he no. wants. No, I don't want to, like, literally, like, a sad face when you pick it up and just, uh-huh. like a loop but it needs to it needs to be both it needs to have like a little crisp but it needs to be not like agar wants his where if you throw See it on a wall pen? it shatters yes. yeah give me some charred pen? bacon Absolutely. i want it to hold oh, its did. shape just like this and if i were to go like this if i were to really like like snap it like uh-uh. move my hand up and then they're down and then up real quick i want it to break damn yeah, that's just, it just tastes bad. No, it tastes no. unbelievable, dude. Extra well done bacon is like literally, I've talked about it before. There's something primal in me that is like, this is what I need to live. Like, this is Yeah, the it. cancer growing. Yep, exactly. Don't care. <laughs> that's why, that would be my first act. My second act as God King Emperor of the Universe would be to make Reese's oh. Puffs also vegan and very healthy for you. Um, oh. Wait, Reese's Puffs? Is that your favorite cereal? I think it is definitely one of the best cereals, yeah. I think it probably is my favorite cereal, yeah. All right. 
it's really acceptable. Good. One of the best is fine. And then number three would be the French toast sticks are also vegan, <laughs> renewable, grow very cheaply, and are incredibly healthy for you. Imagine if that was healthy for you instead of stupid kale. Sweet like a French potatoes. toast stick plant okay, that you can just go pick it up. Kale are both good. And oh, okay. They aren't even, they aren't sniffing French toast sticks, my guy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Did you hear him? Yeah. Kale done correctly is good, and sweet potatoes done correctly oh. is good. Great. You Don't know what else is good bacon. done correctly? Damage your brain some more. I would love to. I wish I had bacon right now. I'd go I'd go make it and soak Just it up. Leave it on open fire for 20 minutes and then come back. Probably could as long as the fire wasn't strong enough. Why don't you know? go lick a grill? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, after it's cooked bacon, I've thought about it. Man, the oh. smell of bacon being cooked. Oh, is there anything better? That's, I'd rather lick uh, a grill than have some kale, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well said. That's fair. Well said. Kale is not there. Don't get started on sweet potatoes, dude. Don't don't even. Get I hate started. sweet potatoes. Can you believe that they use the hard-earned reputation of regular potatoes, which are perfect and delicious, to try and, and trick for people? You. Right, and try and trick people into eating your garbage you yam. <laughs> your they're not yam? good. Call them a yam. Yes, they are. How do you guys eat sweet potatoes? I don't. I don't. I spit them out. <laughs> I don't. I go. I'm not ordering sweet potatoes. Right to the garbage can right away. As soon as it's in my mouth and it's out of there. That's all there is to it. Sweet potatoes are bad. I won't be reading any more takes. Thanks for watching, so everyone. Good. Check out the kickoff land this weekend. Factormeals.com slash backliners50. Follow Inbound on Twitter. He's streaming a lot on Twitch, all that kind of stuff. It streams the morning cues. That takes a, diff- that takes a different type of mental. An incontinential level mental in order to get through the morning cues. Um, and Bobby's got it. Uh, and his YouTube and all that kind of good stuff. Early. Um, all right, we'll be back next week, most <laughs> likely. But maybe not because my family might be, it, it, well, is in town. They won't, might be in town. They are in town. Oh, no, next week they aren't in town. The week after that, they are in town. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Vera, you know what to do. Bye. Clean. And Barry, what I tell you? Under an hour. That's easy for me. That's, I'm proud of you, bud. That's free smoke. You really reeled it back there. You really, uh, you could have taken it 30 minutes longer, but then you decided to end it. I told you not to get me started on sweet potatoes, bro. They grow up so fast. Well, yeah. Not me, though. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.